Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast. We are here live. Usually we're from Roaring Riot Worldwide Headquarters or ESPN 730 The Game Studios, but today we are in the bowels of Bank of America Stadium. Truly, it feels like we're in a I would say like an insane asylum, but uh, we are a proud part of the Riot Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Check out some of our other podcasts, um, One Day Contract, the Roaring Riot podcast, Keep Pound Den, all terrific and there for you if you want to talk and hear about your favorite team. And today, joining us on the pod, I am here by myself. My co-host, Zach Luttrell, is not here, but filling in in his stead, in his probably larger shoes than what Zach wears, is uh, quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, Hail Mary specialist, Taylor Heineke is here. Yes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> well, I feel like we've been trying to set this this podcast up for a couple weeks now, so we're, uh, we're, we're slowly bonding, becoming best friends, and I think that's <laughs> – we're, we're, we may go out to lunch later, and we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to overjump the uh, overjump the gun here. But Taylor, welcome. Um, tell us. You know, you've been in Charlotte for for a little bit. Uh, you know, what's life like for for Taylor Heineke in Charlotte? Um, it's pretty great actually. Um, you know, I always tell all my buddies and all my friends. Uh, you know, I got the best job in America. You know, I back up Cam Newton. He never gets injured. Um, dude plays through everything. So I, you know. I'm sitting there just watching him do his thing on every Sunday. So, um, you know, going to practice, going back home, and then just relaxing, doing it day in, day out. Um, can't complain about anything. Are you part of the, the bird scooter, lime scooter crowd? I'm not. I don't need it. Um, okay. You know, my uh, my apartment's right next to the stadium, so I just walk walk over here every morning. So uh, no need for the bird scooters. Now, what's your exact address? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> don't, say that, don't say that out loud. So, um, so you're from you're from the South, right? You're from – from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So when you're like, do you feel like when you travel around the country, like that you look at like the north versus the? I mean, not the north versus the south, but it, what kind of differences are there between southern life and kind of? I think the people are just different. Um, you know, spending two and a half years in Minnesota, um, you know, growing up in Atlanta and then coming back down here, spending a little bit of time in Houston and up there in New England slash Boston, whatever you want to call it. Um, People are just different from where they're from. So, um, you know, I'm a true Southerner. Um, I feel like I'm at home here. So uh, here in Charlotte, it feels like home. Are you like a, a Southern – would you call yourself a Southern gentleman? Uh, no. <laughs> um, I'm just used to those, you know, type of people. So um, I think that's who I get along with best. So you went – so after Old Dominion, um, you were with Norv in in Minnesota. Was mm-hmm. it like a – was it kind of a reunion when he got back here? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um you know, again, I was with Houston last year all the way up until the day before OTAs, and they cut me, and I was like, I, I didn't know what I was going to what I was gonna do. Um, and I knew Norv and Scott were here in, in Charlotte. Um, I didn't know if they were going to bring DA back or whatnot. Um, but two days after I got cut, they claimed me, so it was an easy drive up, and uh, ever since then, just been been working at it. Can I ask, and I, maybe it might be too personal, but, like, when you, when you do get cut and you have that kind of, like, that – period of time where you're like I just don't know what I'm gonna do like what what's that feeling like it's awful um again last year I was out of a job for about a month so I was sitting at home just watching guys play every Sunday and um it it, you know reality check so I'm sitting there like what if I never I'm on a team 
on the team again. And, uh, you know, when you get back into a team, uh, you, you don't take anything for granted. Um, and you're happy to be there. I can positively say that Kyle Allen, you know, our practice squad guy, kind of went through the same thing this year. And uh, when he got back, he was playing ten times better. Not to say he was playing awful when he was first year, but you could just tell um, – He's not going to take it for granted, and he's going to make every play count. So it, that's kind of the the mindset when you're at home for a while. What's the What's the thing that most you know, like fans or people outside of football that that don't see it on a daily basis that they might not expect that comes with being on a on a team that when you're not on a team you really miss. Um, you know, just the camaraderie of of, of the guys. Um, you know, you're in a locker room full of sixty guys, and next thing you know, you're at home doing nothing um and those guys are too busy to check up on you or talk to you and you kind of understand that situation so it's it's rough um it's a tough tough deal but you just got to keep keep going keep working out and hope hope for the best so is it like when you when you're not on a team like are you just working out at like the y or like is it i'm living at home with my mom um and going to the same trainer i've been going to since high school um doing that every day so you know that whole month doing that every day it just starts getting a little hard on your head and, and you start thinking a little bunch but um you just got to keep going so what's the what's the backup plan like are you are you a mathematics major okay yeah awesome yep. um, so you're so you could be like a like a rocket scientist yeah basically. something maybe for NASA? yeah we'll see um but my financial advisor already you know said that he's got a couple jobs lined up for me nice. afterwards so um it's kind of good to have a plan b set in stone well you can always come over to the riot network we've got a podcast i know you're hard <laughs> to get a hold of a podcast host uh, i'm just throwing it out there co-host uh we have i feel like we have the chemistry already there it's already go. happening um i i just like so i i asked you this before i said before we came on the air i was like I, i'm gonna ask you you were on now i just want to make sure that i get this right um, you were on a MTV reality show when you were a senior in high school called The Ride. And uh, I, I guess I just need some details. I need to know. Yeah. Um, how did that come about? So there's this football camp growing up for high schoolers called, you know, Football University, okay. FBU. And they have, you know, a bunch of camps nationwide. And I went to the Atlanta one, and I played really well. And um, – you know, they called me about two weeks later. It was like, hey, would you be interested in being a reality TV show for high school football players? I was like, sure, yeah, that's fine. So I think we went to Baltimore, I believe, and that was our first, the first part of the show slash camp. And uh, I didn't even make it past that point. You know, I was there for two days. They cut me, and I was back home doing, you know, getting ready for the season. But um, I kind of kept up with it, the people that are the, the guys I was on there with. And, um, it was actually pretty cool. So my senior year in college, I actually got to play against the guy that won the the tournament. So at Rice, and uh, we still keep in touch every here and now and then. But um, it was a cool experience. But that stuff's not for me. Was it like football based or was it like personality based? Like how? It how was did... it was football based. Okay. Yeah. So we're out there throwing with a bunch of guys, and you know, based on what the coaches thought was best or who should go on the next you know round. Um, that's how it kind of was, but okay. yeah, I didn't play too well that, that first weekend. Did you guys all live in a house together? Was it like a real world road rules challenge type situation? It was a, it was a hotel deal. So I had a roommate and then, uh, you know, I'm about to go to sleep one night and one of the coaches knocks on the door. I go out, he's giving me some, you know, words of encouragement and the camera's everywhere. I'm just like, man, just let me go to sleep. You know, <laughs> this is, this isn't for me. Was that, so, so that was 
that was real though. Like they they came and knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. When you said knocked on the door, I thought it was gonna be like they knocked on the door and they're like, "Come on, we're gonna throw a football no, no. towards the moon." No, it was one of those. You know, you look at seeing a movie. Kid had bad practice. Coach takes him out in the hallway, gives him. You know, but there's cameras every. It just it seemed a little fabricated to me. Yeah. But um, it was a cool experience. So it isn't was. that? I mean, that's kind of what your life is like right now. I mean, not not all the time. Like you don't have cameras at your house, but like you know, you're in the locker room. I I could never get used to the idea that you just sit in the locker room and like get changed in there. Just forty people standing around. Yeah, when it happens every day, you kind of get used to it, I guess. Yeah. But. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so, what do you what do you like to do out, out off the field? Are you a, are you like a TV guy, movie guy? Both. Okay. Uh, during the season, I, I just like to re- relax. Um, when I don't have to be at the facility, I like to go home, just binge watch Netflix, whatever's on. You know. What are you watching? I'm all over the place right now. Okay. I just got Cam into uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> so he's watched about five seasons in like two weeks. Yeah. So he's all about that. Um, but all the receivers got me on power. Yep. So I just started that. Um, that's pretty su- good. Uh, succession. No, succession I haven't. Succession is my jam. It's so good. What's it on? Uh, it's on HBO. Okay. It's really, really good. It's like, uh, it's basically, I feel like it might be like based on like Fox, like Rupert Murdoch, but it's just like a billionaire and his kids and his kids are like trying to oh, overtake him. And yeah. It's it's awesome. I think I saw previews for that. Yeah. I'll have to start that one next. That one time they eat a whole bird. So, oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, um, I mean, like, <laughs> LA, like it's like the fanciest thing you can do apparently is eat a whole bird. So it's uh, disturbing. That's but nice it's, to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> um, so, are you? Do you go back down to Atlanta in the off season? Yeah, I'm, I'm coming all, all over the place. I'll go to Colorado visit my you know my best friend and his family. Um, I might go back up to ODU take a class. Um, so I'm in between Virginia, Georgia, and Colorado. Mathematics class? Yeah. Man, still so got. Still got two or three classes left. Okay. Yeah. So you're like a math – do you, like, enjoy math? Like, are It just comes easy to me. Really? Yeah. You know, just you put some numbers up there, and it's – I'd rather do that than have having to study a bunch of history notes or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's just – it comes easy to me. Should we do, like, a math quiz? What's eight times four? Three, two. See, all right. <laughs> hey, see, you're a genius. I love it. Um, so when you – so you were in – you go as a UDFA to Minnesota, right? That was your first team. Mm-hmm. Was there, like – was there a moment when that you feel like, oh, I like – I'm in the NFL right now? Not really. Um, not until really this year. Um, I mean, you're up there as an undrafted free agent just trying to make the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, you know, that worked out well my rookie year, but – and then all 16 games, I'm not dressing out. I'm in street clothes. You know, it's kind of like a red shirt year for me. Um, then the next year with the, you know, the injury, kind of sitting out half the year. And, again, coming back, but still being third string, not dressing out. Last year, sitting at home for a month, not really getting any playing time. And then this year, um, second string, which is the first time for me in the NFL. And that's when it really hit me, like, I really need to prepare like I'm playing um, because Cam's only one play away. So uh, this year is really the the first year I've really felt like, um, you know, I actually mean something. I actually need to be on on my stuff. Yeah, I feel like last week we were gonna we had we were gonna do this, and you had to stay late to watch tape. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's right, because I, like I, I obviously I know you guys work and like you're doing that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, that yeah, like he's he has to watch tape with Cam because. Yeah. He's one play, like, literally one play away. I forgot who said it. It might have been Chase Daniel that said it a couple of weeks ago. But when he came in, he was like, my job is just to, you know, be ready if I have to go in and make sure, 
you know, in his case, Trubisky knows what he's doing on Sunday. And, um, I mean, that's the perfect way to put it. You know, I just go, you know, all throughout the week, make sure Cam, we're on the same page and everyone's on the same page. And then if he goes down, be ready to go in. So, um, you know, it's just a, it's a different role for me uh, rather than the past three years. Is it a, is the offense basically stays the same whether if you're in there versus Cam? I don't know. Oh, again, you know, know, yeah, right? yeah. You throw a lot more deep pass or a lot more hail. Marys. A lot more hail marys, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so how did that? So just can you kind of talk about that first time that? Um, sorry, I said talk about. That's like the the worst thing you could do as a journalist <laughs> to say. Can, just talk about this. It's you got to ask questions. Um, uh, the first time that you went in for that hail mary against Baltimore. What's going through your mind? Like, how, how kind of take us through that that moment? Yeah, um, you know, that was right when Cam's shoulder started getting a little sore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was practicing all throughout the week. He was resting his, his shoulder, and we're sitting there right before halftime. And, uh, you know, the wind was kind of in our face a little bit, too. And um, I knew he just, I don't think he was comfortable throwing, you know, 55, 60 yard Hail Mary. So I'm sitting there like, are they going to put me in? And, um, you know, obviously the play clock's going down. They're like, Taylor, go in there. So I'm running out. It's it's pretty, it's mayhem at this point. You know, no one really knows what's going on. And then, um, you know, they blitz everybody, and, and Greg, you know, does what he does. Um, but it, it definitely wasn't what I thought my first play of the year was going to be. So uh, I'm glad it turned out well, turned some points, and um, it was a positive positive play. Yeah, you had a had a 100% completion percentage for – for, for about a week or two. Well, not even for that. For like the first two years of your career, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like, there's not a whole lot of people that can say that. Yeah. And then two for two. Yeah, it had to had to had to go down at some point. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um. So the the more recent one. Um. Uh, do you have you had to throw a hail mary in like when you were at ODU? No. 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 We always scored so many points. You know, it was never really a situation for that. But um, again, the NFL is a totally different game. So, and then obviously with Cam's injury. Yeah. And I won't say injury, but you know, his situation with how he feels his shoulder can can d- deal with certain situations. Um, just be ready for anything. What do you feel like you've been able to learn from him? Like, I mean, from a quarterbacking standpoint. Um, I won't even say it's X's and O's and stuff like that. It's more stuff off the field, um, how he handles himself, time management, stuff like that. Um, but one thing I've really taken from him, and I can't do it, He's just a supernatural human being the way he does things, but the amount he works out and keeps his body in shape is unbelievable to me. Um, how dedicated he is to that and his nutrition. Um, it's just unbelievable. He works out four times a day almost, and um, he's in here to late hours, you know, getting stuff done. I don't think people realize that, um, how much preparation he puts into his work. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember walking out of the stadium at, like, I don't even remember. It was, like, 7.30 p.m., and he was, like, walking back in with a gym bag. And I was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Like, are you coming in at 7.30 p.m.? This seems crazy. Yeah, that's an early night for him, I yeah. think, sometimes, too. So um, it's just – it's amazing. How, how do you kind of get used to that, like, that, that schedule, I mean, of work in the NFL where playing football is now your job? I, I hear a lot of guys when they – come from college they're like oh you have to balance you know students and having a life and but now it's just all football yeah and I think a lot of people um a lot of players kind of you either go one or two ways that either you know embrace it and grasp it and want to be the best you can be or you have a lot of time in your hands in the off season whatnot you're handing a lot of cash 
and uh, you got people buying a bunch of stuff and, and whatnot. But, again, Cam, he really put it in perspective about, you know, when you're done playing, you know, where's that cash at? Where, you know, what are you going to do? And stuff like that. So, if, you know, just watching him, how he goes about his business, it's, um, you know, I look up to it and try to emulate it. So, um, what uh, – I, I just I, – I'm just so curious. Like, Cam listens to – Beyonce and he has a pretty well he has a, I would say a varied musical taste for mm-hmm. sure right yesterday was lives lightning crashes today yeah. was um panty dropper I'm not sure if that's the name of the song <laughs> but that's the the main lyric like what what kind of what kind of music are you into um I like everything except yeah. for you know I'm not a big country guy yeah I'll listen to country if it's if it's uh summer you know hot outside and someone else wants to listen to it but you'll never catch me just putting on a country song by the by, the choice of it. But anything else, I can listen to. Are you like? I mean, you're a Georgia guy, so it feels like uh, you have like friends that are. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I just kind of suck it up and listen to it. Um, but they all sound the same to me, and they all talk about the same things. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of it gets boring for me. Dogs and trucks. Dogs, and trucks, girls. Yeah. Drinking. Well, it's pretty much all. Songs. Pretty much all music. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, no trucks in in uh, in like hip hop music. But yeah. sometimes trucks. Yeah. I mean, hey. Um, and, uh, this is kind of like the, uh, I'm sure folks that when this does come out, you'll see that, uh, the talk of the town is Julius Peppers was in the Nelly's hot in here video. Uh, did you see, did you see it? You have any reactions? What? Let, let's talk about it. Yeah. I was just, uh, I just was just showing that video about 30 minutes ago yeah. and, uh, Pep, Pep looks really young and, uh, you know, there's only a little snapshot of him. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really say any much to him. Obviously, he's a Hall of Famer, a lot bigger than I am, so I'm not probably going to say anything to him. But uh, I'll let Cam take care of that one. But it was funny. It was yeah. funny. Are you uh, – I mean, there. it's it's weird. Like, this team does seem like it has a, a lot of future Hall of Famers on it, mm-hmm. um, even on the defensive side. And, like, is it kind of – you've been in multiple locker rooms. Do you feel kind of – like, blessed is not the right word for it, but kind of like – feel like you have an advantage being in this kind of locker room? Yeah. Um, you can't beat the fact when you got a lot of older veteran guys who've been there and knows what it takes and uh, kind of mold you that way. Um, and it's not like they're in their own little clique either. You know, they, uh, you know, I talk to Thomas Davis and, and Pep all the time, Keekly. When in um, other locker rooms I've been in, you kind of see those veteran Hall of Fame guys sticking to themselves. Um, that's what I love about this team. Um you know, there's not really those type of clicks. You know, you get along with everybody. We, um, uh, I, I've thought, so I've realized that DJ has his own personal emoji that he's like branded as himself, the little, little star. Like, star. Yeah. What What do you think would be a good emoji for Taylor Heineke? <laughs> What's Taylor's signature emoji? Well, at first, I'm sure Cam would say the the beer mug thing because of Heineken, uh, but now with the the new addition of the scar on my face he's uh he's kind of taking that to a whole different thing so uh probably the the emoji with the bandage across the dude's face yeah that'll probably be me right now what happened to the what went home visit my sister um we went to a dog park i met one of her friends new puppies it was seven months pit rot mix and uh went down to hug it and i uh, didn't like that so it kind of nipped me a little bit so um thank god i didn't latch on and and do anything else but it's a nice little new addition to the face. Yeah. It's uh, a little street cred, right? Chicks dig scars yeah. from replacements. I yeah. mean, everybody knows that. It's, <laughs> it's a good uh, quality football movie. Mm-hmm. Kevin loves terrible movies, right? Yeah, uh, yeah he loves it. Um, 
Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I feel like that's a pretty good one for you. Is the, yeah. the bandage face emoji? Yeah. Better than the beer mug. Are you a beer yeah. drinker? I mean, not during the season, but. You know, I I like beer. Yeah. But I would say my least favorite one is Heineken. Which, really? Yeah. That's ironic. It it is, but uh, I just can't I can't get behind it. It's just not not for me. I feel like you're turning off potential sponsors, right? Uh, yeah, now. you know, I'll gladly drink it if it's for free, but it's not a choice of mine. All right, that's fair. Uh, well, t- Taylor Heineke, thank you so much for joining us here on It Is What It Is. Um, when when the Hail Mary bat signal goes up, we know that you will always be fa- fast to answer the call. But, I, I mean, it's got to get completed sometimes. Yeah. Hey, I'll do what I can. You got to talk to the other guys. Like, maybe, maybe really start to holler at them. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me.